This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our Christmas series called Jesus Came to Light Up Your Life. In these messages, Rick shares how Jesus came to earth to enlighten and transform us. But before we get started, we want to let you know that very generous friends of the ministry are offering a $100,000 matching grant. That means every dollar you give right now to help Daily Hope share the hope of Jesus around the world will be matched up to $100,000, making your gift go twice as far. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called, Jesus Came to Light Up Your Life. You know, doctors today have discovered there is healing power in light. Today they use light in all kinds of different ways. They use uh, light therapy for uh, stimulating the hypothalamus. Uh, Of course, we're all familiar with lasers. Lasers are used in all kinds of surgery. My father-in-law had laser surgery on Wednesday for his cancer. I'm going to have laser surgery on my eyes on Monday. And I thought about this. They're going to use a light to give me sight. That's a principle. You need the light to get the sight to see life as it really is. You need God's light in your life. And it's pretty amazing what doctors can do today in healing people, but only God can heal a broken heart. And only God can heal a broken spirit. And only God can heal a broken relationship. And only God can heal a broken dream. And he says, come to me, because I came to heal your hurts. That's why Jesus came to save us. The Bible says this, John 12. I did not come to judge the world, but to save it. I did not come to judge the world, but to save it. Jesus said, I didn't come to tell you what a bad person you are. I didn't come down to put you down. I came to save you. You need a savior. That's why the angels at the first Christmas said, I bring you good news of great tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day a savior who is Christ the Lord. Now, you hear people using this phrase. They say, well, I'm saved. You ever heard this? I'm saved. What does that mean? I'm saved. What, were they drowning or something? What does it mean to be saved? Well, it means to be saved to do what God wants you to do. Salvation in a word means this, freedom. Salvation means freedom. You're set free, free to be yourself, free to become what God meant for you to be, free to be all that God has for you. What does Jesus save us from? Oh, a lot of things. He saves us from hell, yeah, but there's a lot more than that. He saves us from hopelessness on life and life here. He saves us to a meaningful, purposeful life. He saves us from fear because we can trust him. He saves us from worry. He saves us from doubt. He saves us from bitterness because he forgives us and he teaches us to forgive others. He saves us from guilt. He saves us from the expectations of other people because we're living for an audience of one. He saves us from so many things, the habits, the hurts, the hangups that mess up our lives. He wants to be your savior. The Bible says this. In Psalm 103, he forgives all my sins and he heals me. That's all my sins. 
and it is through the forgiveness of sins we find emotional healing. You know, most of the world's remedies about emotional hurts, they don't work. Why? They're just cover-ups. They don't deal with the issue. They just soothe you for a night. And I can go pop a pill or get drunk or go to sleep with a stranger, but the next morning I've got the same problem. It didn't resolve anything. It just was a temporary solution to soothe the ache in my heart. I've been interviewed on, I don't know, nine or ten TV shows in the last month, and somebody, it was either Larry King or, or Bill O'Reilly, said, uh, can you find truth in every religion? And I said, well, of course you can. Yeah, there's truth in every religion. You can find truth in every religion. That's, there's no doubt about that. But here's the problem. I need more than truth. I need more than principles to live by. I need a savior. And there's only one person who ever promised to be my savior, Jesus Christ. You see, you can read a lot of books. They'll tell you what to do to get your life in shape. All those self-help books, the problem with them is they don't give you the power. You need a savior. For unto you is born a savior. You need Jesus Christ to give you the energy and the power. Now, I know this is going to shock some of you, and it'll be hard to believe, but for three summers, I was a lifeguard. <laughs> you didn't have to laugh that hard. <laughs> Obviously not in this shape. Now, being a lifeguard is not that, it's not rocket science, folks. It's pretty easy. But one of the things that every lifeguard knows is this. You can't save somebody as long as they're trying to save themselves. You can't. And so when, you, when somebody's drowning out in the ocean, here's what a lifeguard does. You'll swim out to them, and typically they're panicked. And they're flailing around, and they're you know, you know, trying to keep up, and they're trying to stay uh, afloat. And if you go and try to help them while they're still trying to save themselves and they're flailing around, they're going to take you down with them. And it's likely that you're going to drown. So what a good lifeguard does is he will swim out or she will swim out until that person gives up and they're exhausted and they stop trying and they start trusting instead. And they finally let go and they go limp and at that point it's real easy. You just put an arm over their shoulder and you swim back to shore. You can't save somebody as long as they're trying to save themselves. Some of you have been trying to save yourself. And that's why Jesus isn't your savior yet. Because you think, well, I'm going to get into heaven because my good works are better than my bad works. The only problem is God doesn't grade on a curve. Heaven is perfect, and you're not, I'm not. And so you need somebody who is perfect to get you in on his ticket, Jesus Christ. Listen, if there was any way you could get into heaven without trusting Jesus as your savior, believe me, God would have done it. Why waste the effort? If you could go to heaven by just trying to be a generally nice person, then Christmas was a waste. The passion was a waste. The death on the cross was a waste. The resurrection was a waste. But the fact is, there's no way you're getting into heaven on your own effort. It's perfect, and you're not, and I'm not either. And that's why God came up with the plan for Jesus Christ to come and take our sins. But he can't save you till you stop trying to save yourself. You've got to let it go. Stop trying and start trusting. 
You know, the fastest thing in the universe is the speed of light, 186,000 miles a second. If you don't believe it, try opening your refrigerator door before that light comes on. <laughs> I've tried it. I can't beat it. Speed of light's fastest thing in the universe, but there's one thing faster. It is God's answer to you when you ask him to save you. Bam, it is instant. There's no delay, there's no waiting period, there's no cooling off time. It is immediate. The moment you go, God, help. I need you. Jesus Christ, save me. There's no way I'm gonna get into heaven on my own effort. I've done too many things. And I need your help. And when you say that, it is instant. I'm gonna give you a chance to open your life to Jesus Christ. I'm gonna pray a very simple prayer that will be the most life-changing prayer ever in your life. And when you do that, and if you mean it in your heart, Jesus Christ will save you. He will become your savior. And you will never be the same again. It's instant. Regardless of your background, I don't care what background you came from, you may be Catholic, you may be Orthodox, you may be Protestant, you may be Jewish, you may be Muslim or Mormon or Baptist or Buddhist, or you may have no religious background at all. You know, it really doesn't matter because you're not gonna get to heaven on religion. Jesus did not come to give you religion. He came to give you a relationship with God. It is only that that will save you. And when you say, Jesus Christ, I wanna, I've known about you all my life, but I never really knew you personally. And you can say, fill my soul, Lord, with your light. When you say that, it will make a difference. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com. Do you ever feel like your prayer life has become inconsistent or routine and needs a boost? Then you're going to want to get a copy of the brand new Daily Hope Prayer Journal. This year's theme, Experiencing God's Peace, will help you tap into God's power and presence as you discover the keys to praying with passion and purpose. This journal features a soft-touch vegan leather cover and 235 beautifully designed pages filled with over 150 life-changing Bible verses, photos, and artwork. It's a spiritual growth tool designed to help you enjoy a vibrant prayer life connect with the Lord, and establish a consistent daily prayer time. As you use this journal, you'll be amazed at how faithful God is to answer your prayers. You'll be reminded every day how much God loves you and wants to be part of your life. When you give a gift to help Daily Hope reach people around the world with the hope of Jesus, we'll send you this brand new Daily Hope prayer journal to say thanks. There's only two days left to get this great resource, so don't wait. Just go to PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 to get this year's brand new Daily Hope Prayer Journal. And all this month, any gift you give will be matched by very generous friends up to $100,000. This matching grant is only available until midnight on December 31st, so please contact us today. Again, that's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support. Once again, here's Rick. 
There's one more reason, and this one's the best of all. They all build on each other. He came to show us, enlighten up our minds so we can see what God is like. He came to inform us of God's plan and tell us the truth. He came to guide our steps. He came to heal our hurts, and he came to transform our lives. Transform our lives. Jesus said in John 10, I came to give life, not religion, notice, but life. I came to give life, life in all its fullness. Now, unfortunately, most people never learn how to really live. They're just existing. So Jesus came to say, I want to talk to you about three kinds of life, new life, abundant life, and eternal life. It takes care of your past, your present, and your future. New life. He says, I want to give you a new life. That means everything you've ever done wrong is completely forgiven and forgotten. It's wiped out. We'll wipe the slate clean. You get a fresh start. What a deal. You ever heard anybody say, I'm born again, born again. What does that mean? Is that like some spooky uh, reincarnation thing? No, it just means that person said, Jesus gave me a fresh start on life. Everything I'd done prior to when I stepped across the line is forgiven and forgotten and wiped out. And God says, let's just start over, okay? We'll just start over. So you don't need to feel guilty about all these things. We'll just start over. That's a new life. Second thing he says, I want to give you abundant life. Abundant life. What is that? That's a life of meaning and purpose and significance. You were made for more than survival. And you were made for more than success. You were made for significance. Around here, a life of purpose, we call that a purpose-driven life. But Jesus called it the abundant life. Living a life that your values and your meaning and your significance all come together and you're living a life that God meant for you to live. And then he says, oh, and by the way, I'm going to give you eternal life. That's God's retirement plan. He said, we're going to take care of your past, your present, and your future. That is my Christmas gift to you and Jesus Christ. Who in the world would turn down something like that? I once asked Peter Drucker, the famous uh, management consultant, I said, Peter, when did you become a believer in Christ? When did you step across the line? He said, you know, when I discovered what grace was really all about, when I fully understood it, he said, I realized I was never going to get a better deal. And I opened my life to Christ. Now, as we begin this new year, I'm sure there are some things you want to change in your life. The reason I know that is because there's some things I want to change in my life. But let me give you a little secret. You don't need a self-improvement program. You need a savior. You need God. You see, all the books tell you what to do, but they don't give you the power to do it. Now, it's amazing to me that at the first Christmas, the wise men, it says they saw this star bright star, shining light in the sky, and followed it from the east to the west to find the baby Jesus. Now, for 2,000 years, astronomers have been trying to figure out what that star was. What time was it happening? Was it Halley's Comet, or was it a meteorite, or was it an asteroid? Or, you know, we don't know, honestly. But the thing is, obviously, everybody saw it. The wise men weren't the only people who saw it. It was in the sky. There's nothing in the Bible that says that the wise men were the only people who saw the star. Everybody saw it but they didn't do anything about it. They saw the light, but didn't do anything about it. The wise men saw the light, and they followed it to Jesus. That's why they call them wise men. <laughs> How wise are you? It's one thing to know Jesus is the light of the world. It's another thing to let him light up your life. 
You've got to choose to live in the light and start living that way. Now, you know, physically, we take light for granted. You're going to wake up tomorrow morning, you don't even think about the sun. You know it's going to come up. And we take light for granted in our lives. Without light, there would be no warmth in the world. Without light, there would be no color in the world, because it all comes from light. There would be no beauty in the world. There would be no growth. There would be no health. There would be no life, because you can't live without light, physically. And you can't live spiritually without spiritual light. If you don't have God's light in your life, you are spiritually dead. And you need to come alive with God's light. And you let the light of Christ in your life and you be guided by it and you be comforted by it and you be challenged by it and you be changed by it. Now let me ask you a very personal question. Which is more foolish, the child who's afraid of the dark or the adult who's afraid of the light? Who's the bigger fool? The child who's afraid of the dark or the adult who's afraid of the light? Well, I'm afraid to give my life to God, Jesus Christ. He might turn me into some kind of nutcase, some religious zealot, some, you know, really crazy religious goofball nut. Listen, God isn't going to turn you into nut. There are plenty of them already in the world. He doesn't need any more. When you come to Christ and you open up your life, he doesn't make you crazy. He makes you more fully alive. God doesn't want to turn you into some super zombie kind of thing. He wants to make you a real man or a real woman. And when Jesus Christ comes in your life, he magnifies your femininity or your masculinity, and he makes you what you were always meant to be. What will happen if I open up my life to Christ? The Bible says this, the darkness in our lives disappears and the new light of life in Christ shines in. Look at the next verse. The Bible says this, when anyone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person inside. He's not the same anymore. A new life has begun. Now somebody says, Rick, this sounds so good. I just need to check it out. Fine, check it out. Check it, fine. Nobody's pressuring you. We always say here at Saddleback, take the time to make the right decision, because I believe if you're intellectually honest, you will come to the right decision if you study the facts. But here's the thing I wish somebody told me years ago. I wish somebody told me that I didn't have to have all my doubts resolved in order to enjoy a relationship with God. You see, I've been a Christian now for well over 40 years, and there are still things in this book I don't understand, and I read it and I go, whoa, why did God do that? And I don't understand because I'm not God. So I have a lot of things that I don't understand why it happens. I've had doubts, but it didn't keep me from a 40-year relationship with God, a friendship with Jesus. You know, I don't understand the chemistry of digestion. That doesn't stop me from eating a steak. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. I don't, I don't understand internal combustion. That doesn't stop me from driving a car. I don't have to figure it all out in order to say, yeah, as much as I understand, I want to follow you. Some of you have felt close to God in the past, but you've drawn and fallen away. You need to come back home. There's not a better time to come home to Christ than at, at Christmas. And we welcome here to Saddleback and our church family. You know, the most ironic thing is that people celebrate Christmas year after year after year after year and never open the Christmas present to them. Salvation. 
What if I gave you a gift and a year from today I said, how'd you like my gift? I said, well, I liked it. I just didn't have time to open it. That'd be kind of silly. God has a gift for you. New life, abundant life, eternal life. And you can receive it right now. I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer, a prayer that will change your life if you sincerely mean it in your heart. It doesn't matter the words you say. What really matters is the direction of your heart. So as I pray this prayer, you can just go in your mind, God, me too, me too. Let's bow our heads. Just say this in your mind. Dear God, I've known about you, but I've never gotten to know you personally. And I've never officially accepted your son, Jesus, as my savior. So tonight, I want to do just that. As best I understand it, I ask you, Jesus, to be my savior and my Lord, my manager. I want to accept your gift of new life and abundant life and eternal life. And I want to learn to know you better, to love you and trust you and follow you. In your name, amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me? Write to me, rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We've got some incredible news to share with you. Very generous friends have given a $100,000 matching grant to this ministry. That means all this month, every dollar you give to help Daily Hope share the transforming love of Jesus with people around the world will be matched up to $100,000. Here's Rick to tell you more. Merry Christmas, everybody. Do you even know why we give Christmas gifts to each other? It's because God gave the first Christmas gift, the gift of his son. God has been using you and your generous support to literally transform the lives of so many people who've never heard about the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. We couldn't do any of this without you without your support. You know, I do this for free. I serve Daily Hope for free. We're 100% listener funded. And I want to thank you for being obedient to God when he tells you to give to Daily Hope. You might not think you've got a lot to give. It's the regular giving, month after month after month, that God multiplies. And thanks to all of you, we're reaching more and more people with the good news every day. So let me just say at this time of the year, I want to appreciate your partnership in this ministry. Any success that we have is because God is working through us together. Your prayers make a difference, your giving make a difference, and you telling other people about the program makes a difference. Here's what I'm gonna ask you to do. Would you continue to pray for me? I really need your prayers. Pray that God will give me just the right words to say this next year as we go into a a year of uh, daily hope, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with people all around the world. Thanks for listening, thanks for giving, Thanks for sharing, and thanks for caring. God bless you.
You can give right now by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. We'll say thanks by sending you this year's brand new Daily Hope Prayer Journal. Again, that's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.